This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 31. What are you doing for New Year's Eve? How to ask like a native English speaker. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, where you'll finally get real native English conversation and fluency for business and life. We believe in connection, not perfection, when it comes to learning English. Now, here are your hosts, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Michelle Kaplan, the New York radio girl, coming to you from Boston and New York City, USA. In this episode, get four phrases that you can use to open up a conversation with a native speaker about New Year's Eve in New York, or any time spent in a touristy and crowded area. Wondering about your fluency level? Take our simple English fluency quiz and find out if you're 50% fluent, 65% fluent, or 80% fluent. Plus, get ready for an exciting new course release coming up in early June. Learn from real English conversations so you can finally get competent. Take the quiz at allearsenglish.com slash fluency score. How's it going, Aubrey? Excellent. Happy New Year. <laughs> oh my gosh. Happy New Year to you. Do you generally like to celebrate New Year's Eve or do you do you prefer to stay home, actually? That's another question. Both. I love <laughs> celebrating New Year's Eve, but I do prefer to do it at home. But I love to have friends over and play games. We yeah, try I- to play as many games as we can before we bring in the New Year. <laughs> I love that. I love that. You are a big games person. And I hope that at some point we'll be able to play trivia with our listeners on this show someday. That would be so cool. That would be so cool. But guys, in the last episode, episode 30, Aubrey and I talked about New Year's Eve in New York City. And today we're going to show you how to extend that conversation with a native speaker. What is the key vocab you would need to have a conversation with a native about New Year's? Right, Aubrey? Exactly right. And the first one you just heard me use, actually, when I said, Mm -hmm. when I ring in the new year, this is a fun expression to talk about celebrating the beginning of a new year. So you might ask somebody, how are you going to ring in the new year this year? Yeah, when I when I hear ring, I think of a bell, right? Do you think of a bell like to ring a bell? Yes, for sure. Mm -hmm. For sure. For sure. Yeah, to ring. It's I think this is a very, I mean, it's common, but it's also a very traditional thing to say to ring in the new year, don't you think? Yes, I feel like it's used almost exclusively to talk about the new year. You know, we don't say, how are you going to ring in Christmas? (laughs) We don't, right? We just use it for the new year. And maybe that's because it's so monumental. It's so big that it's a new year starting, maybe Mm -hmm. making some goals, some resolutions. So we talk about ringing it in, making a big deal about it. I love that. That's such a good idea. And then we have this next word for you guys. I hope you are writing these down because you don't want to miss this vocabulary. It's gold here. Um, So we have the word iconic. Now, when I think of iconic, I think of something that's an icon, something that's very typical. I mean, we talked in the last episode about New Year's Eve in Times Square being pretty iconic, right, Aubrey? 
Yes, exactly. Right. That ball dropping in Mm. Times Square is iconic. You probably have heard the word icon used to talk about some celebrities, sorry, or musicians that are sort of an icon, sort of an example for a certain style or genre. Uh And it's the same with um, landmarks like this. We'd say it's an icon if when you see it, you think of a particular city or place. Yeah. Let me ask you a question. When you think of Boston, Aubrey, what do any icons come to mind? I'm curious. Yeah. Um, the, so when I went to Boston, there was like the, there's old Ironsides, right? I think uh-huh. of that ship. And mm. then I'm trying, I should know the names of them, but the big markets. Is it just Boston Market where there's uh, the shops yeah. by the water? Oh, uh, Faneuil Hall Marketplace yes. I think is what you're talking about. Yeah, that is iconic. That is iconic for sure. Yeah, and then there's the Cheers Bar. Right. I don't know if you used to right. watch the show Cheers. Of Very course famous. I did. It's so fun. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So guys, that's what an icon, that's iconic, right? The the image that comes to mind when you think of any city, you can use this with any conversation, obviously not just about New Year's Eve, right? Yes. I would love to know what's iconic in your country, you guys. Mm. You can come back to the blog, leave a comment, let us know on social media. When, When people come to your country, when they think of where you live or your city, what is iconic there? What are the icons that they would think of? Yeah, I wonder because, you know, of course, for me, when I think of Paris, I think of the Eiffel Tower. That's the first thing that comes to mind. But I wonder if for a local in France, if that would be in their mind, the best icon of Paris, or if there's something else like Montmartre or something. Yeah, or, or the Arc de Triomphe. Yeah, oh, there are so, yes. there's so many options that are yes. maybe more because they might think of the Eiffel Tower as a little more touristy, mm. but they may, or Sacré-Cœur is the mm-hmm. big white church up on the mm-hmm. hill. And yes. there, there's like Place des Artistes where all of the artists paint right there. Yes. Yes, that that might it. be more iconic for a Parisian, right? But I, I, all I of them, it. all of them are iconic. Oh, oh, it makes me want to go back to Paris. <laughs> I know, same. <laughs> all right, all right. So we have another word for our listeners today. Aubrey, what is it? Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Okay, must see. So this is a hyphenated adjective. This is something that visitors, tourists absolutely have to see. It's mandatory because it's mm-hmm. so important or famous okay. like Times Square in New York. Yeah. I mean, what would be another? So I think Times Square is a must see. I wouldn't recommend hanging out there. I would not recommend getting a burger there because you're going to pay no, don't $20. Eat there. Don't eat there. It's going to be not bad food. food. And it's like chain restaurants. Chain restaurants. <laughs> you're going to end up in Applebee's, which you could be in Wisconsin having Applebee's, totally. right? Totally. Uh, but what do you think would be for as, as a native, as not a native, we're not natives of New York, but, but we, we lived there. Live there. What would you say is a must see in New York City for our listeners? I think Top of the Rock is a must see. So you can go to the top of Rockefeller Center. And I highly recommend this over the Empire State Building. Because from top of the rock, first of all, you can see all of Central Park, you can see the Empire State Building. And they have all these cool art installations up there. And you can see the city from like a full 360. Whereas on the Empire State Building, you're it's blocked behind you and it's crowded. There's a million people up there. So you mostly see the backs of heads. But Uh, at top of the the rock 
there, it's not going to be nearly as crowded. That's a must-see for sure. Did you ever that go is, to Top of the Rock, Lindsay? Oh my gosh, I think I did. That's a good pro tip. I love that. It's an yeah. insider tip that you know most tourism agencies are going to gear you towards the Empire totally. State, but go to Top of the Rock, guys. And so I'll just throw in another must-see for me. The must-see, I think, is downtown Washington Square Park. I really love the West Village, that area around NYU. Uh, yes. I think it's so um, so just natural and young and fun. There's artists there. It's just alive, especially at night. I, I had the most celebrity sightings in Washington Square Park oh. randomly. I would see celebrities in line at Shake Shack. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, Shake Shack. And that's become a big franchise now. But originally, it was just a small you know, restaurant in a couple parks in New yeah, York. That was right? the only place you could go. And now, yeah, it's kind of going everywhere, which good for them, right? Mm-hmm. To be able to to yeah. make it and spread and be everywhere. I love but, that. Yeah, you for I sure, that. I agree. If you go downtown, you should go downtown and definitely go to Washington Square Park. I love it. So a must-see. All right. So, okay, we have a last uh, final vocabulary word. Now, we're talking about, you know, on New Year's Eve in New York, things could get crowded. So when we talk about crowds, what's a chunk that we use a lot as native speakers? Mm -hmm. This is a great phrasal verb to say to deal with. Mm. That we use this if some it has a negative connotation of something that you have to handle, you have to take action yeah. or be patient with something. We yeah. might say, I don't want to deal with crowds in New York, so I'm not mm-hmm. going to go to Times Square. Exactly, exactly. And that, that's why I would always avoid Times Square, avoid that subway station, maybe walk mm-hmm. more towards Penn Station or even Herald Square just to get away from the tourism. <laughs> yep, you don't want to deal with it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So guys, these are four really solid ways you could start a conversation, not just about New Year's Eve, but about any kind of big city or place where there are honestly like a lot of tourists, right, Aubrey? Yes, exactly. And don't hesitate to have that conversation with someone. Even if neither of you are planning on going to New York right away, you've seen movies about New York. It's a fun thing to talk about to say, yes, do you want to go to New York someday? If you went, what's something iconic you would have to see? What's something Mm -hmm. you'd be worried about dealing with? Right? Use this great vocab. Yeah, I love it. We talk a lot about New York City on this show. Michelle is based there. Aubrey and I have both lived there. So guys, you know, make sure you follow All Ears English. We publish four days a week so you don't miss anything on the show. And in the next episode, we're going to give you an English learning power tip, right? To double your power study. Talk about how we actually study English. So check out the next episode for that tip. Aubrey, thanks for hanging out. Yes. Awesome. See ya. All right. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to All Ears English. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, follow our show wherever you listen to podcasts to make sure you don't miss anything. See you next time. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.